0: Out. Glad you're here. I am sorry. I apologize. It's been um, a little over two weeks, but I'm going to tell you something. You listen to me right now. If you ever try to do anything against uh, for God, I should put it this way. If you ever try to do something really for God, the devil's going to resist you every which way you turn. I have had more trouble making this video, this podcast, and I've I don't know what my computer tore up. I had to get. I mean, little things. My, my keyboard messed up, my mouse, the mouse even messed up. It's been like a nightmare. <laughs> and then something would happen. I'd have to go. Something would come. I'd have to leave. I could not get this thing done. And I'm praying that this time right now, I'm going to get it done. So this is just the beginning. I know uh, lesson number two in the spiritual warfare. But man, I'm telling you, it's been a battle. And, uh, <laughs> I just got tickled Brother Kevin this morning, talking about, yeah, Mormon's a cult. Mormon's a cult. You know, <laughs> talking about Facebook, and they are probably turn, hey, it's probably going to cut me out too. So if I'm not on Facebook, you know you can get me on, hopefully, YouTube. I've got a, and then I'll put up there a, uh, where I do my podcast, which is all the same thing, uh, ballot, Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify. We're on that. I'd like to say also, what was not. we just had a great service this morning. The Old Path Quartet was singing at the church. And I want to thank them for the introduction song to this, this podcast. It's done by them. So I would urge you to go get their music, download their music, buy their music, go to the websites. They're just a great bunch of guys that love God just sang for His glory. And uh, it would be great for you to, to support them. So, with that said... Pray right now, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. We pray the blood of Christ on this podcast. We pray the blood of Jesus Christ on our life. That God, the demons of hell, would just leave us alone for long enough to get this done. I pray that the Holy Spirit and the power of God would just take over this uh, podcast right now, and the words that I say are the words that you want me to say, Lord. And I pray that you'll bless the saved and save the lost. Now we ask it in Jesus Christ's name and through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know that's what the Bible teaches. And we're going to talk about all those things. The blood of Christ, uh, the Word of God. But here's what, I, here's how I want to start this lesson out. Folks, and I'm going to say it again. And if I repeat myself a lot, the reason that you hear me repeat is because repetition is how you have what's called top of the mind awareness. By repeating something, you remember it. Um, I actually went through advertising school back years ago uh, in a company, with a company uh, that I was doing, working with the selling and advertiser. would you like to buy an ad, but anyway. So I had some advertisement training, nothing spectacular with all that, but I got a lot of good things from it. And one thing I did learn is that the more you hear something, repetition builds top the mind of wearers That's all you need to know. So you'll hear me repeat some things, repeat scriptures, repeat things, because repeating it helps me to remember it, and I hope it'll help you remember it. But the one thing I do want you to remember, there is a war going on. I want you to say it with me right now. I don't care if you're driving, I don't care if you're listening to this on your phone, on your computer. There is a war going on. For example, Corey Tim Boom which was a in a Nazi concentration camp, and um, her sister she had a sister her name was Betsy she died, and if you've ever read or seen the uh, the film uh, the book The Hiding Place, it, it's really worth reading. I bought it, and uh, of course I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't read through the whole thing, but I've read a lot of it. Um, she was she was just a profound woman. She she had an ability, God gave her ability, a spiritual discernment of uh, of spiritual things. And uh, one of the things that she said, some things she said, a lot of things, but, but one of the things that Corey Ten Boone said was that the first step to victory is to recognize that we are in a war. The first step to victory... Is to recognize that you're in a war or anything else. It's just like if you was in a, we just had the Olympics. Those Olympic athletes from all over the world came and gathered there in, what was it, China or Japan, whatever, they were, China. And um, these, these athletes would train hours a day, days, weeks, months, even years, of course, to get to the ability where they could be the best in the world. But that one time in their life they had to recognize in their, their in their in their body, I've got the capability, let's say we got a lot of, of men and women both at one swimming golds and all that, um, of being able to be a great swimmer, or a track star, or a pole vaulter, or a shot putter, or whatever their their ability was. They had to recognize that they were able to do something very good, something that was that was in their soul something that was in their spirit something that they knew they could they could uh, build on and, and, and so they did and they was recognized by obviously by coaches that took them under their wings and coached them to be the athletes that finally could go to these great games called the Olympics and win medals not everybody wins a medal but they were all in the race right well you see Christianity, Paul, Paul used a lot of time, but Paul would use uh, sports a lot of times as examples. He said, raced toward the pri-. In Philippians, he's talked about racing toward the prize of the high calling. And receiving a crown that fadeth not away. He said, not of the corruptible crown, but of the incorruptible. You see, folks, we are in a we are in a war. We are in a race for our lives. We are in a, a period where we're, we're even in this last age that we're living in, and I believe that with all my heart. I believe we're in the church of the Late Cons. I think anybody that's ever studied the Bible for more than five seconds would say that would be true a lot of preachers say nobody knows a day and that's exactly right nobody knows a day or the hour when Jesus is coming back and and, and but, but we've always got to have a, we've always got to be thinking that he will be coming back in my lifetime I've been thinking that for 46 years I remember when I first got saved, they were preaching that message. Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. I said, hallelujah. I just made it in, you know, praise the Lord. I, I'm in, I'm in, I made it. Well, you know, a couple years went by and I still pray, But I have never lost the hope because I realized that God will come back. Jesus will come back when God the Father is ready to send God the Son and the Holy Spirit back to get me. And if that's in death or the rapture, I'm going. I remember Brother Sam Cathy, greatest one of the greatest Bible preachers I've ever met. Still love to listen to his tapes. I mean, we I got cassettes, tapes up here. But he would say, you know, people say, well, don't you want to wait to the the rapture? He said, well, no. Why? He said, because if I die, he says, according to the Bible, I'm getting out first. Amen. In other words, the dead in Christ shall rise, and we which are alive remain will be caught up to meet the Lord in there in the clouds, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So, for us to understand the battle, we've got to understand the enemy. Now, that's what I was going to say. For football players and people that compete against another team, or anything, track it. I mean, anything you compete against, you got to know what your opponent is. How would you like that? I'm going to leave that in just for the fun of it. But you got to know who your opponent is. You've got to know what they do. For example... Coaches take and they make tapes of of different teams and they watch them over and over again. They know the plays they're going to run. They know who's going to run that play. Well, if we're smart and the Bible says to study, to show yourself to prove, a workman that needeth not be ashamed of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, that's in the book of Timothy, rightly dividing the word of truth, we will find out real fast that we have got an enemy. And your enemy is not your wife or your husband. Some of you people, that, some of you husband and wife, you may argue about everything. Thank God, now me and that, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you we don't argue, we do. You know, I just, I just figured it out, she's always right and I don't care. <laughs> don't you tell her I said that. But anyway, but we don't argue a lot because I don't want to argue. But there's a lot of people that argue about everything. But our enemy is not my wife, for sure I love her, she loves me, our kids, we love them, Our neighbors everybody listen those people out there aren't your enemy Islam is not your enemies Satan is your enemy you understand the devil is your enemy and the demons because if you just and we're going to talk about this a little bit more as we go along but like in first Peter chapter 5 verses uh, 8 and 9 the Bible says be sober and be vigilant uh, because your adversary the devil is like a roaring lion, roaring lion, goes about seeking in whom he may devour. Now let me just say this about that. Um, when, I, when I was a kid, we would go to the Detroit Zoo over, I think it was over in Oakland County, we would ride our bicycles over there, a bunch of us kids would. And then when we went into the zoo, the you know, we'd go in and we'd mess around all day over there, we'd spend the day back then <laughs> You know, you, you don't, it's unthinkable to think about kids riding their bikes to somewhere like that today almost, but we did. But we get to that lion's den, that place where those lions were at, and they had lots of them. And um, there were big, now they had a place out there where they, would, where they would roam, but they also had cages inside that you could walk in, but they had big bars, and then they had extra glass up too. But we would sit back and we would aggravate those lions and they would paw at you and they'd scream at you and all roar at you and all that kind of stuff. But we knew they couldn't get to us. We just was that sure of ourselves. The devil is like a roaring lion, it says. He growls at you. He comes at you. He tempts you. He tries you. He tries to deceive you. He tries all them things. A lot of people, he does, and we all get deceived. But anyway... But he can't touch us. You know why? Because God said that if we'll put on the whole armor, and we're going to talk about all these things in detail. Today, I'm giving us not another overview, but I'm, I'm giving us a start of what we're going to talk about, really. The devil is like a roaring lion. And it also says if you resist him, you see, in faith. Resist him in the faith. And Brother um, Kevin Williams, Dr. Kevin Williams, has been talking about faith. And he talked about in chapter 11 of Hebrews. Um, it's like the faith, knowing the same afflictions were accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. In other words, we all go through trials and temptations. In the book of James, in the first chapter, you remember God said, when you're tempted, you're not tempted by God, but you're tempted of the devil. And a temptation means that the devil is trying to draw you away from God, that he's trying to do something to pull you away from the will of God, to try to make you sin. That's his purpose. The war and so I, if i don't hurry I'm, i won't get nothing done but i want you to understand we are in a war and um and this devil that goes around like a roaring lion he's he's demonic he's satanic and um his goal is to deceive is to destroy to tear you into pieces um spiritually speaking and then if he could kill you he would you got to understand the devil hates you. If you're a Christian, the devil hates you. He despises you. He can't stand you. If you're a Christian, then you're living a Christian life. I'm not talking about you carnal-minded Christians that walk around uh, mixing and mingling with the world. Oh, you know, trying to be part of them and trying to fit in with them and trying to be a part of this and trying to be a part of that. I'm talking about you Christians out there that are taking a stand for God. That says enough is enough. I mean, they're taking over our country right now, and we're sitting back arguing about little bitty things that doesn't make a hill of beans. I'm telling you, it's time that we understand that Satan is trying to destroy this nation, and it may be possible that God's destroying it, I mean, just like he did Israel. When Nebuchadnezzar, when when the Jews would not obey the Lord and the, command, the commandments of God, God would turn them folks over. And the Assyrians and the, and the Jebusites, all them sites, would attack Israel. And sometimes God, if they were living right, God would protect them. There was no way they could overthrow them. But if they got out of the will of God and got out of obeying God and started just like Jeroboam and uh, Rehoboam of the kings in the Old Testament, I mean, these kings would not obey God. Now, America could be in that shape right now. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But the devil detests you. That's all you need to understand. He hates you with every fiber, with everything in his being. He cannot stand you. He wants to destroy you. Do you understand that? Say yes if you understand. If you're Christian, Satan wants to destroy you. Okay? you got to get that on. So that's why. And, and, and if he could, Satan would take you to hell. But if you're saved he can't do that and we're going to talk about all this stuff in greater detail i'm giving you some stuff right now that we're going to really dig into but i want you to understand get a start right now this right here this bible this is this bible i mean it's wore out i love the bible and i'm not bragging i just brag on god but this is what this is where it's all at the word of god is and we're going to talk about the full armor, but this is this is the word of God. This is the power of God. This is the sword of the Spirit, which God said that is our offensive weapon. And we're going to get all that. So stay tuned. But talking about the devil, he's our enemy. He hates us. He wants to destroy us. And, um, and 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 if you're lost and you don't know Christ as your Savior, he's just going to keep you lost. And I'll show you, we'll show you that. So. Everything that the devil is, God isn't. And everything God is, the devil is not. He is the Antichrist. He is the deceiver. He is the destroyer, Babylon, Apollyon. He's the, he, he wants to take your life and ruin it. He wants to take your family and ruin it. He wants to take your kids and kill them. you got to get this through your head. He wants to destroy America, and he's on the way of doing it right now through these social programs, these, these programs right here. Critical race theory. Woke. Where's that word? Where did I have that word "woke" at? Oh, right here. Woke well, society. You know. Oh, we all gotta. We all gotta accept uh, that women wanna be men and men wanna be women and trans. My wife the other day, she was filling out a, a form to go to the dentist, and under gender, it asked her what are what's your gender, and she opened up that temperature thing and it fell down. There was. Uh, uh, male, female, transgender, transgender, QBAC, I mean, I'm going, my God, male, female, it, it gave us, I mean, listen, God said in the beginning, God created the man, and they created the woman, boom, blank, that's it, man, woman, if I could get an amen from one of you out it'd be good, but God, God is not going to put up with this nonsense forever, he just can't do it. Anyway, and I, I'm fired up about this. I mean, I've been studying so much, my mind, my whole head feels like it's going to explode. So I want to try to stay on topic for you. But the demons want to kill you. They want to destroy you. They want to tear your family up. Isn't it that amazing? That's why so many Americans today, so many young people today, go to these colleges and listen, you Christian families, you Christian parents, they want to send your kid to these secular humanist Uh, indoctrinating centers called universities and colleges, you better think twice about it today because they go in there with the intention of being the greatest and the greatest Christians, but somehow they're professors and ungodly secular humanist professors, atheists at heart, they'll destroy your kids, they'll destroy their thinking, just to get past for the grade, they got to uh, compromise their mind, and they got to compromise their thinking. They got to be a, a, a they. Would, they've got to be proven that they uh, came from apes and not from God. That one day a, a monkey fell out of the tree and hit his butt on the ground, and his tail fell off, and he walked up on his two legs and started talking. Amen, and these strangers, what the devil has put into their mind. And that's what they're teaching, that they come from monkeys and apes or fish and, and amoebas or whatever those things. They, listen, this is all of Satan. Now, look, I'm not trying to chase no rabbits. I'm just trying to get you to thinking, like, like, what is God trying to do? What is the devil trying to do? He's trying to destroy your mind. He's trying to destroy your family. He's trying to destroy your children. Now, if you cut me off and say, I'm not listening to this, that's fine. I can't help it. I just got to tell you what the Bible says, and I'm not going to give the God, the devil any glory, and I don't want you to start thinking I'm trying to make you look under every bush for a demon. That's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to make you look under every bush for God, for the power of God, for your family, for your kids. Are you praying for your children? Are you praying for your wife? Are you praying for your husband? Are you praying for the guys, women at work? You say, I'm retired. Well, pray for somebody. Amen. Excuse me, I won't charge any for that. And let me, let me just say this: Demons don't rest; they don't sleep. Now they're not omniscient. The devil's not all knowing. They're not omnipotent, all-power. The devil's not all powerful. And I'm the present. The devil ain't everywhere at one time. But there's so many demons, so many spiritual demons, that they'll they'll wear you out uh, if you don't get to the whole armor of God. That's what I'm I'm working to. They want to kill you, you understand that. They want to destroy you. But we do have to be <laughs> realistic. Uh, and, and these these demons and these satanic beings, they have a hierarchy. Just like God's got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the demons of the devil's got the same thing. He's got devil demons in charge of countries. He's got demons in charge of cities. He's got demons in charge of towns. He's got demons demons in charge of people. But God has angels and sees that spiritual warfare. Y'all understand that. And it's very important that you understand it to understand the battle. You know what? There was a man, there was a, there was a missionary by the name of Watchman Nee. He was a Chinese missionary. And he uh, when we start talking about the book of Ephesians, that's what we're going to talk about, I want you to realize that in the, in the book of Ephesians, see, Watchman Nee says something. If you read the book of Ephesians, the whole chapter, to get to that last chapter, like in chapter number one, he tells the Christians that they should be sitting. And then the next few chapters, they need to be walking. And then the next chapter in the last chapter, he's talking about in chapter six, that we need to be standing. Sometimes we need to listen. Sometimes we need to move, but all the time we need to understand, we need to stand against the wiles of the devil. And remember that our citizenship, our, our citizenship is not on this earth. If you're saved and born again, you've been bought with a price. 1 Corinthians 6.19, 3.16, all that says you've been bought with a price. Chapter 3, verse 16 and 1 Corinthians 6.19 says that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That God lives in you. Do you understand that? The power of God, the Spirit of God lives in you. And you're not your own. You've been bought with a price. Amen. But the battlefield is still out there. and And the closer you try to get to God the more the devil tries to resist. The more tries to pull you through. The devil tries to destroy the work of God. He tries to discredit. He tries to destroy you through temptations, through problems, through financial problems. He tries to destroy you through health problems. You say, you know, Brother Lee, I don't think that the devil's got that kind of a power. Well, you've never read the Bible. You've never read the book of Job, I bet you, if you, know, if you believe that. So... If we just continue to rely on God, and we're going to study a whole bunch of stuff in the Bible, a whole bunch of scriptures in the Bible, that's going to give us confidence to be able to go against the wiles of the devil. And you've got to do that through prayer. You've got to do that through supplications. You've got to do that through the meditations of God's Word. You've got to not just pray about it, but you've got to see. You've got to understand. You've got to taste the sweet things of God. And Satan is out to kill you. y'all. Understand that? Um, you know, I, I think right here I want to ask you a question, and I want you to I want you to stop thinking about everything. I want you to ask yourself a question: Will you admit it in your heart? There's a war going on in this country and in this world, and in the church. Do you think for one minute that Satan doesn't have preachers behind pulpits? Do you think for one minute that Satan don't have teachers in Sunday school rooms? Do you think for one minute that Satan doesn't have preachers and teachers and deacons in their church? That's what them. the Bible says that we should try the Spirit. And by trying the spirits we'll learn where somebody's heart's at. And that's what and that's what we've got to do. But God, but God has taken us, and the, and this is I don't even know how long I've, I've been going here. I apologize about that, but I just can't. This is so important. This is such a, a big deal, especially today, especially right now in our country. We are fighting a battle, and we are going to win eventually, but we've got to fight the battle, amen. And uh, and I think that that when we think about the spiritual warfare, that sometimes we think, well, that's not that doesn't concern me, or that's not really part of my that's not really part of what I want to do. What do you mean it's not part of what you want to do? It is what you are. If you're a Christian, you're in the battle. If you're a Christian, you're already fighting the battle. Or you should be. And if you're not, something's wrong. But you know what? And I don't want to be too ugly here, but I'm just going to be really honest with you. A lot of Christians have bought into the lie, the lie of Satan. That everything, you know, and and they may be saved. I don't know. They may be born again. I don't know. Are you? If you are, are you under conviction when you lie? Are you under conviction when you steal? Are you under conviction when you do something that's wrong? Listen, I am, I know that I'm a sinner, saved by the grace of God, but that doesn't mean that I don't I make mistakes. And I know I do. And when I do, I I feel God's presence on me. I'm not bragging about me. I'm bragging about Jesus. And if you've got any anything in you today as Christians, I want you to come along with me in, in this study and let's dig into why Uh, why that we are in a battle and what we got to do to fight that battle because Satan is not going to stop but thank God God told us greater is he that's in me than he that's of the world amen so let's let's think about this just a minute and uh, I I want you to understand I'm going to say this and then this is going to be it today what the Bible says the Bible says to love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man loves the world the love of God is not in him now I didn't say it but the Bible says it for the love of the Father is not in him for all that's of this world you understand now listen to me for all it says this in first John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17 for all that's of this world is the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life did you hear that the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life it is not of the father but it is of the world and the bible says and the world will pass away and the lust thereof but whosoever doeth the will of God shall what abideth forever and what is amazing to me is those three those three things the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life are all those three principles are what every sin is, is uh, it's either one of the three pride, flesh, eyes, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And do you know that the Bible says a proud heart uh, is an abomination unto the Lord? If you look in um, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 5, it says, Everyone that is a proud heart is an abomination to the Lord. In other words, pride, pride is something that pulls us away from God, making us into gods. And we'll go into this deeper as we get into the study. So there's there's the lust of flesh, the lust of eyes, and the pride of life. Let's see. So the next these are the these are the scriptures I'm going to give you. If you want to write them down, if you want to memorize them or whatever you want to do, this is where we're going to go with this study because it's our, our time is already running longer than I wanted it to. But that's all right. I want you to get the message. Now, I want you to listen to me. We're going to, look at, we're going to look at these scriptures. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. And we're going to see the first lie of the devil, the first temptation of Satan, the first fall, the very first fall of mankind, how the, the devil came, and you know the story. But if you don't read those verses, then I want you to read in the book of Isaiah. Chapter fourteen, verses twelve through seventeen. You say I don't have time, but you got time to do everything else. You need to make time to, st- if you want to know what God's up to and what the devil's up to, you need to study the Bible. So let's let's at least try to read a few things. Genesis three, verses one through seven. Isaiah chapter fourteen, verses twelve through seventeen. The fall of Satan and the I am, the I am, I will, I will, I will. I want you to see that, and then I want you to look at Eze- uh, Ezekiel. And uh, chapter number 28, and then I want you to look at, I know, the, we'll go back over all this stuff. Job chapter 1, I mean, in Job chapter 1, it's amazing how Satan's name comes up over and over again, and how that he went up to God, into into the presence of God, and, and we're going to talk about that. And then Ezekiel, like I say, Ezekiel chapter 28, um, about the, the fall of, it's the, we're talking about the Prince of Tyre, but also how that God uses that same scripture to talk about satan and his fall Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 18 that's talking about the armor of god that's Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 18 Matthew chapter number 4 verses 1 through 11 Jesus is being tempted by satan uh, and then we're going to look at Matthew six twenty four, where it says you cannot serve two masters. In John ten nine through eleven, Jesus said, "I am the door." Satan says he comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He does, and we're going to talk about that. Second Corinthians chapter two verse eleven, that Satan should get advantage of us because we're not ignorant of his devices. You see, man, all this stuff is in the Bible, and these things you got to know and study to make us aware of what's going on in the, in the battle of, against uh, Satan. And then in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 14 and 15, where Satan, it says, can be transformed into an angel of light and his ministers also. And then the scripture we already talked about in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, he's a roaring lion. James 4 and 7, submit yourself to God. And it says, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. So these are some of the scriptures that we're going to dig into and look at. If you want to if do you want to do you want to win the battle do you want to be in the war? Or do you want to just stand by the by the sidelines and say, Well, I've got fire insurance, and uh, I'm going to heaven, and uh, you know that's good enough for me. Or do you want to be a soldier of the cross that one day when you stand before God Almighty at the judgment seat of Jesus Christ, that's where the Christians are going to stand, and you bow your knee before Jesus, he'll say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Because you were faithful over a few things, I'm going to make you master over many. And then like, this, like those Olympics, are you going to receive a crown? Yeah, I'm asking you. Listen, I love you, folks, and I ask you to pray for me, but I want us to do this battle. I want us to get involved with it. I, we need a revival in America. We need a revival in the United States. We need a revival in Georgia. I need a revival in my heart, and I do. I, I mean, I need it because I, need, I just need the power of God on my life so that I can live every day as close as I can to Jesus. Listen, I love you folks, and I'll see you again. Lesson number three, and we're going to start digging into all these things. But it's important that you understand, we are in a war. And here's your, there's your enemies right across this thing here. Woke, the Green New Deal, CRT, that's where we're at. Listen, I love you. See you the next time here on the Crusading for Christ podcast hour. Y'all have a great evening, great day, great day tomorrow. And the next week be praying. And I'll see oh, you.